Morning prayer begins on page three. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Vanity, Psalm 95, on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, Proved me and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 9 on page. 351, excuse me, Psalm 5, on page 347. Ponder my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. O hearken thou unto the voice of my calling, my King and my God, for unto thee will I make my prayer. My voice shalt thou hear betimes, O Lord. Early in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. For thou art the God that hast no pleasure in wickedness, neither shall any evil dwell with thee. Such as be foolish shall not stand in thy sight, for thou hatest all them that work iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak lies. The Lord will abhor both the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me in the multitude of thy mercy, I will come into thine house, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness, because of mine enemies. Make thy way plain before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward parts are very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulcher. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God, let them perish through their own imaginations. Cast them out in the multitude of their ungodliness, for they have rebelled against thee. And let all them that put their trust in thee rejoice. They shall ever be giving of thanks, because thou defendest them. They that love thy name shall be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, will give thy blessing unto the righteous and with thy favorable kindness would thou defend him as with a shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. 
Amen. Here beginneth the ninth chapter of the book of Genesis. So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be on every beast of the earth, on every bird of the air, on all that move on the earth, and on all the fish of the sea. They are given into your hand. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. I have given you all things, even as the green herbs. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. Surely, for your lifeblood, I will demand a reckoning. From the hand of every beast I will require it, and from the hand of man. From the hand of every man's brother I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed. For in the image of God he made man. And as for you, be fruitful and multiply. Bring forth abundantly in the earth, and multiply in it. Then God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And as for me, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the cattle, and every beast of the earth with you, of all that go out of the ark, every beast of the earth. Thus I establish my covenant with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you, and every living creature that is with you, for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the clouds, and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. It shall be when I bring a cloud over the oath, that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. The waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. The rainbow shall be in the cloud, and I will look on it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all the flesh that is on the earth. And God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. Now the sons of Noah who went out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the whole earth was populated. And Noah began to be a farmer, and he planted a vineyard. Then he drank of the wine, and was drunk, and became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took an ar a garment laid it on both their shoulders, and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah awoke from his wine, and knew that his younger son had done to him. Then he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be to his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth, and may he dwell in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood three hundred and fifty years. So all the days of Noah were nine hundred and fifty years, and he died. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. 
Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh verse of the eighth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Then the Pharisees came out and began to dispute with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven, testing him. But he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Assuredly, I say to you, no sign shall be given to this generation. And he left them, and getting into the boat again, departed to the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread, and they did not have more than one loaf with them in the boat. Then he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, and the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, Why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of fragments did you take up? They said to him, Twelve. Also, when I broke the seven for the four thousand, how many large baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they said, Seven. So he said to them, How is it you do not understand? Then he came to Bethsaida, and they brought him they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men like trees walking. Then he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Then he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town, nor tell anyone in the town. Here endeth the second lesson. Shorter form of Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. 
From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord God, to see us that we put not our trust in anything that we do. Mercifully grant that by thy power we may be defended against all adversity through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run to any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. In our uh, Genesis lesson, we had sort of the restatement of the covenant that God gives to, to Noah, uh, you know, to fill the earth and, and uh, again, restating the dominion that, that Noah and his sons stated here in terms of the fear of everything will be upon you. So the language of renewed covenant, new creation prevails here. And um, a couple things about the story, uh, the the sort of justice impl uh, implication, whoever sheds man's blood by man, his blood shall be shed, suggests uh, that going back to the story of, of Cain killing Abel, that murder became rampant. And it's interesting in that story that God actually gave grace to, uh, to Cain. Uh, he put the mark of Cain so no one would kill him. And it seems as though it, that murder may become somewhat epidemic. So part of the, the institution of strict justice here is this limitation of the epidemic of murder um, because uh, people didn't learn from grace <laughs> that when they didn't get exactly what they had coming, they didn't learn how great God is. So they had to, they have to learn with the strict justice. And we should note, too, that, that even when we get to the Torah, when it says eye for eye, tooth for tooth, it's often taken as a, as a vengeance ethic, but it's actually a, a, a limitation on vengeance. You can't, if you, you know, if, if there's one thing, take, you take one thing, you can't, because the, the feudal culture, you hurt one of my people, I wipe out your whole clan, and it escalates. Uh, and we should note that this translates into the New Testament to that sort of ethic of grace that we operate not out of um, 
the attempt to strictly pay back every everything things that people have done to us but because of the great grace that god has bestowed upon us in christ we spread that uh that uh grace and love we don't repay the evil with the evil but with the good it seems as though the story of of the noah and his sons has something missing but it could just be the very high value placed on reverencing your father and it seems that ham um looks at his father's nakedness which is you weren't supposed to do this he should have averted his eyes and just left his father alone instead looks at it goes and tells his brother hey come see dad and and shem and, and uh canaan are, are shown as, as acting more respectfully walking back recovering them up and not even looking at him themselves and this leads to a a kind of uh curse story that that, that highlights the later choosing of shem the shemites from whom uh, uh, Israel comes. One last note, the, the rainbow that God in the covenant, I'll no longer uh, flood the earth again, never, no drown every living thing, always a good thing to hear on it when the rain doesn't stop for a while. Uh, the bow that God hangs in the clouds is the same as, as the bow and arrow bow, it's the same word, and the imagery is God who's who's taking vengeance out and now is hanging up his bow in the clouds and, 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 and choosing now not to be retributive towards uh, sinful humanity, having a limitation to that uh, because of human weakness. The, the story from Mark centers around the Pharisees asking for a sign. And in Mark's gospel, we've just gotten a, a series of healings of, of the the guy given speech and sight, the demon being cast out, the multiplication of the loaves, and law come the Pharisees demanding a sign. And then the boat story, it seems as though it's cryptic language. They, they didn't, they forgot to take bread and there's no more than one loaf in the boat. And cryptically, the one loaf in the boat can be our Lord who is the bread of life. And when he says, beware the leaven of the Pharisees, because they're all, I, I, the implication of the of the passage is that they are saying among themselves, "Shoot, we have to bring food. We don't bring food." And Jesus is saying, "Beware um, of the leaven of the Pharisees, because I'm, if you have one loaf, me with you in the boat, don't you know? Didn't you just learn that there always will be enough?" And the leaven of the Pharisees is is will just just demand a sign. Where's God now? Where's God now? He's got to show himself to me because I don't I don't believe unless I see it. And that's the leaven that, that we have to avoid and, and be careful of every day as, as we try to live by faith. It's, it is interesting in the human condition how we can experience some great power uh, or sign from God or lies and be aware of it and then move on the next day and be all doubtful again. So we have to come back, beware of that leaven uh, and, and continue in that orientation of, of giving thanks to God for all things, of trusting him. And, and maybe the muscle memory of trying to learn in a new way is as we wake up and realize, okay, of all these things I have to do today, how's it going to get done? Instead, um, give thanks to God for the fact that Jesus is with us in the boat, for, the, for what we have, trusting he will make it sufficient and just get about our business uh, uh, of the day uh, living in faith. So a few thoughts about today's lessons.
We'll continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserve of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men. Thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit, the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it may please you to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we that unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace for our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you all this morning. Peace to all. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Mrs. Scarlett. Have a good day, everybody. Goodbye, kiddos.